Wait, what are you so talking good. about? Her simulator. Game. I like oh. was shitting on Quinn for playing it because it's stupid. And I hate <laughs> that I was playing it, but I was like, oh, I'll try it out because I wanted to just like see how fast you could tank somebody's life. And then I got my person, and like you start out as an infant, and I was like, I can't do you that do? to a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tank a baby's life. I was so, and I felt really bad. So I was like, I'll give him a nice life. <laughs> <laughs> No, that can't be the intro. <laughs> Can we talk about not that? <laughs> Too late. A better refill, Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I will. How about a whiskey and soda? Uh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... Yo. And welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast where we get drunk and watch a horror movie, and then we talked about it while we're still drunk, and then we cut in clips of us while we're watching the movie, like this clip. That's my wife! (laughs) wife guy <laughs> my 28f wife was taken by 30 to 50 feral military soldiers <laughs> and that was a clip what an engaging clip you did there so how are we feeling pretty drunk pretty drunk one. and i haven't even finished my second drink what the Fuck. Today's episode is about the crazies. So let's talk about this. This was Samantha's choice. Thank you, Sam. You sound um, like you're accusing me for doing something <laughs> wrong. I am accusing you for doing something wrong. This because movie is good. Okay, hold on. This was one of the options on our Patreon poll. And the people decided <laughs> to do paranormal activity. But then you decided that we're gonna do this movie again instead two weeks later so so that was the july poll i believe yeah Yeah, right yeah um we we delivered paranormal activity and it's been a couple weeks and it was my choice today and i knew molly really wanted this and i really wanted this so i made it happen and if our patreon members have a problem with it i'll fight each and every one of them you know thank you sam because i've been having a really hard time recently yeah yeah i just graduated college and my dog died (laughs) and it turns out i'm like not having such a great relationship with my dad so i have to spend all this time with him right now it's just been really is this your simulator yeah (laughs) because i was like none of these facts are true about you i thought it would give away i just graduated college because that is because i was like no molly's still in college i just saw henry (laughs) (laughs) her dog is not dead she has a great relationship with her dad Dad. all of this <laughs> oh my god that's so bad but anyways this movie's great yeah there's some discourse we'll talk about it anyway okay. so if you're a patreon subscriber and you feel like uh we have tricked you in some way fight me yeah fight so- samantha that's a patreon tier if you donate five dollars to our patreon five dollars is already a thing the fight me tier is 20 
twenty dollars. Is there a fight you two? No, but we're I'll gonna establish that. one. I'll add twenty dollars to fight here. Samantha, <laughs> and I'll deliver. It's a bargain. We'll at least wrestle. <laughs> okay. Twenty dollars if you live in Columbus. <laughs> we'll meet with you. And I won't fight. come to you. You have if to come to me. For twenty dollars, you fly yourself to Columbus, wherever you live in the country. For one thousand dollars, we will we will pay for you to come to Columbus. How much a month for you to get in a verbal artic- altercation about the movie Boyhood with me? I've never seen That's Boyhood. I will see it. I'll watch it, and then I will gladly pick whatever side you're not on and fight you about it. Okay, that goes for anyone. Zero dollars. Boyhood sucks. It's a boring I know you're, movie. You're pro. You're pro Boyhood. <laughs> I but you know what the movie. sad thing is? I think if I watch it, I'm gonna like it. Hell yeah! Because Ethan, I don't Hawk think is you're gonna like. It. I, I mean, you might you like I, it. Richard Linklater directs the best movie I've ever seen, which I am literally wearing a t-shirt for Days right now. Confused. Yeah. Sam's uh, wearing a boyhood <laughs> stand t-shirt. <laughs> and true. it's starring Ethan uh, Hawke, one of my favorite actors. So yeah. we're going to go ahead and say I'm probably going to like it. Okay. Maybe. You might like it. The, we watched this know. movie called The Crazies. <laughs> Crazies. Starring which is one of my other favorite now. actors. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Timothy motherfucking Oliphant. And I'm obsessed with him. Split me in half. You want to wake up and look at that every day, am I right? This cup is way too hot. <laughs> I, I feel like as we're talking about actors in this movie that could split our us in half. Joe Anderson. Is that Max Anderson? I have no idea. Let me see. Not Max. Joe Anderson. Hold he on. plays Max in um Across the Universe. Yes, he does. That's him. That's Joe Anderson, yes. Joe Anderson. <gasps> I am about to bust it open. Um, I is think you're the really deputy. Neat. Yeah, think? and he's you're, from Across the Universe. Yeah, which is a movie I like. So, um, if you're free next Tuesday, I would love to hang out with you sometime next Tuesday <laughs> when I am free. Only next Tuesday. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead. Oh wait, next Tuesday is gonna be what? The 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 week after the sixteenth. You won't be in town. This doesn't affect you. Yeah, <laughs> we won't be here. Molly's gonna. Molly's got some free time. She doesn't have any podcasts. Got a lot of lonely record. nights coming up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I just broke up with my girlfriend and started dating this guy. This, this is, is all to get from the simulator. simulator. <laughs> and do you want to hear a real fact about my sad life? I contoured my face because. <laughs> <laughs> I got this makeup palette. She's cost. the first thing she said <laughs> to us when she saw us today. You I talked about so talk. much at work, and my coworkers like, "You have to stop." Um, I contoured my face for this man who comes in in the morning sometimes, and he didn't come in this morning, and I That's was it. devastated because I looked nice, and I'm like, I usually I wake up at four a.m. for work, and I usually just look like a garbage can, but I did my makeup for him, and he didn't come in, and. That means I'll just have to do it again. It was just not fun. I saw your palette in the bathroom. You said you broke up with your girlfriend. And literally my first thought was, why has Molly been hiding this girlfriend from us? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, her name is Ariana. And she was just like, too high maintenance. (laughs) Of course she was. Her name is Ariana. Now I'm dating some guy named Quentin. It's going okay. We just went to Mardi Gras. Oh, good. Good for you. I hate that. Can we please cut every time I talk about this game? Absolutely not. Please. It's not fun. I don't like doing it. I'm going to delete the app right now. (laughs) Don't. So our first segment on Dipsy Terror is... I just deleted it. Ah! I just sounded like Lou Bega in Mambo number five. Okay. Below Um, the bar trivia. Yes. And I'm the DD. 
and uh we're doing it's it. a okay. trivia host. what's your buzzer noises uh shit <laughs> i contoured my face for this okay everything is moving russell <laughs> wait actually is can i change everything is, <laughs> everything is moving everything is moving Everything is fucking moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This movie is a work of art. That's hey. the best line of the movie. Can I do mine? It's from the Because yeah. <laughs> it's from Joe Anderson sings Happiness is a Warm Gun in <laughs> Across the Universe. I thought you were just saying gun because there's so many there guns. There are so many guns. Room. It's a double entendre. All right, ready? Yes. All right. Question number one. <laughs> Lynn Lowry, who is one of the stars of the original Crazies, because this is a remake, as mm-hmm. we know, makes a cameo in this movie as A, one of the people at the baseball game, B, uh, the infected lady that's riding the bike through the town, C, the wife of the guy Rory who got shot at the baseball game, or D, I can't come up with any more ideas. Everything's friggin' moving. Yeah. The first one, option A. No. The Gun! Yeah. Bike. Yes. And I don't, I think both of you were looking at your phones. <laughs> um, there was a bit where he's walking through the town right after he, everything's like kind of dying yeah. and everyone's going crazy. And um, there's a woman singing like a hymn, riding, riding a bike through bike. town. Mm. And uh, she okay. was one of the stars of the original film. That's cool. Uh. So I like when um, reboots do that. Yeah. Um,. Two, there's graffiti if you look really closely in the jail cell when that that guy that they arrested is like going mm-hmm. crazy and Bill. stuff. Um, and what does it say? A. Og- <laughs> First Ogden. Was, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> um, A. Ogden, which is the part of the name of the town. B. Crazy. C. Romero. Or D. Sahara, Sahara, which is the name of another movie that the director did. Everything's moving. Yeah. Romero. Yes, correct. Yeah. That's cool. The graffiti says Romero. That's cool. Who is the director? George A. Romero is the director of the original of the Crazies, original and he is an executive producer of this movie. What a fucking By the way, legend. this we're watching the remake. Oh yeah, in case that wasn't clear. Yes, with Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Um. All right. <laughs> I don't know what it was uh, when Sam said Timothy Oliphant has split me in half. That gave it away <laughs> that we were watching you know. the reboot. I was just on my mind. Okay. Um, question three. How long was Rory, the guy who got shot at the baseball game, sober for? (laughs) A, two years. B, three years. C. Everything's moving. Yeah. Two years. Yes. Hell yeah. Correct. I remember that from the movie. So Harish won, but I have a (laughs) bonus thing because I was going to let you guys. I don't know why, but I was prepared for a tie. Um (laughs) Closest. Why would we ever? Well, mathematically, it doesn't seem right. Okay. Closest without going over, what year, you know how they go back for that police car? Yes. What year is that model of that police car? 1963. Okay. What's yours? 1980. Uh, Molly won. It's 1973, uh, which oh. is the year that the, other the, one year came that the original of came course. out. Um, I hate. Oh, I love I love it. But that's. But Harish won because that was just the bonus tiebreaker. So what's the punishment? Harish? Okay. Molly, you finish your drink <laughs> next time. So 
Maybe you finish around again. <laughs> I you, you just like Oops. blasted that through those speakers. I don't know if you're aware. I'm sorry. I'm, I need everyone to be aware. I'm drinking Malibu <laughs> and lemonade. Concentrated lemonade. Can we just bleep out every time we say? Yes. I'm pretty sure I shouldn't like talk about my. No, place that's of fantastic. I would love to bleep out every time we say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, it's time for the recap. Oh, my phone Ugh, The recap. Okay, who's who? The most boring. I want to be Joe Anderson so bad. I'll be Timothy Oliphant because he's the main character, and I know this movie like the back of my hand. Okay, and you get your choice, Joe Anderson, and I'll be the hot blonde as who's the wife? His wife. Can I also be Danielle Panabaker? Absolutely, you can. And then we'll just fill in. And I'll be Bill. Which the, one's Bill? The, Bill's this, the guy who gets who with the pitchfork. He's the titular oh, crazy. Someone also He's needs to be Rory. Rory's oh. kind of important. You can be Rory. And I can't because oh, Rory. I'll be Rory. And fine. somebody also needs to be all the government people. We'll pick up. Okay. Okay. Because if I'm Timothy Elephant, I'm literally in every goddamn scene of this yeah. movie. Let's wow, go. Wow, he gets a lot of... Oh, wait, no. I should be Bill. I don't know. We'll figure Let's it out. Let's just go. All right, ready? Seven minutes starting now. So my name is Timothy Oliphant and I'm the sheriff of this town Ogden Falls or something like that. And it's opening day and that's the first day of spring in my book. And I'm getting this coffee and I'm at the baseball game and I I go to the baseball game and then I go see my deputy who it's, is. It's me jumping joe anderson and we're watching the baseball game it's the high school baseball game gosh and i love spring oh who is is that rory walking onto the field it's me rory and i have a gun and, and I'm, I'm just walking straight and i don't know what's going on and, and i'm like I'm what the fuck straight. so i approach roy and i'm like hey what the fuck and are you drunk rory i don't like, say anything please don't be drunk rory and then and then you, i lift my gun and then i shoot you right in the head oh and i'm dead so then i'm like Rory must have been drunk. As we know, he's the town drunk. And then I find out that he didn't have any... After his wife is like, he didn't have he any alcohol. He was sober for two years. And she slaps me. And, and slap. then I get a call from the coroner guy. And he's like, um, zero blood alcohol. We checked three times. Yeah. There's no blood None. alcohol in his alcohol system. Weird. Can't so really. then I'm at the baseball... <laughs> then I'm at the baseball place again and it's empty and i see bill and i'm just watching and there's nothing there into space mate and so bill she should go to the doctor who's my what? wife oh uh sure yeah and i go to the doctor and i'm bill and i go to the doctor and i'm i am the doctor and i'm the wife and i'm hey hey bill how's it going and oh uh i don't know it doesn't seem like anything's wrong he seems fine but you know just watch him and then so Send him back with his family, with his wife and son. So and I'm the wife and son, yes. and we're at the house, and um, Bill's just still not quite acting right, and we're a little concerned. And then all of a sudden, oh, I turned on the harvesting machine, and it's like crazy. And I like go out to look at that, and then my son's in the house, and then I get locked in the closet by Bill. And then I set fire to the house, and then I do a lawn mowing, and, and then, then we die. Cut to it's you, and you wake up. Um, Wake up. and we, we go to check go. out the fire thing. Oh no, I'm the doctor and I'm here and I'm like, oh no, Bill, what happened? What did you do? And he's like laughing and, and then Bill's so, like, just dead. So we arrest <laughs> Bill and put him and then like 
And then some guys are hunting in the woods. Yeah. And they stumble upon like a body or something. Dead body. And then we kind of start to figure out people are kind of acting weird because we go back to the jail thing and Bill's like losing his mind. Losing his Mm -hmm. mind. And, and also there's he's having a conniption fit. so now there's we go a plane in the river well we heard we hear rumors from the town um like conspiracy guy that there might be a plane crash so we go to check that out and then there's a plane in the river and that's all we know yeah so now increasingly people are acting crazy and it's kind of like phase two of the movie and um the government shows up and they take a bunch of people they separate me from my wife no, no, she, I'm her pregnant. I'm pregnant. Oh, no, I'm pregnant. And so I get knocked out and I'm like in the back of this van thing. But then we check in with my wife and Daniel Panabaker. Ah, uh, oh, this guy, um, we're locked up because we apparently, according to the fucking troops, we have the sickness. And then, oh, no, there's some guy with a pitchfork because everyone escaped it's and a Bill. pitchfork. It's me, Bill, and I'm going around killing oh random people. Oh, my God, he's going to stand us uh, all in the stomach. Uh, and I... Go ah! to stab Daniel Panabaker. Ah! And it was stopped by Joe? No. Uh, well, the, uh, the, the wife, the doctor distracts him. And then um, he goes to go stab the wife and the doctor instead. And then, <laughs> oh, I'm dead shot. now. That's oh, was the it? end of Bill. Because I think, didn't Who I break shot? out? Oh. I think I yeah, broke yeah, out yeah. of my cab. Anyways. We skipped go. a scene where you investigate yeah. a corpse. And then um, there's like uh, a guy with sewn up yeah oh yeah there's this whole scene anyways that happened whatever Um, so now we're like all together and it's me daniel panabaker my wife and joe and we're like walking by ourselves and like the hunting guys are acting crazy killing people and the military's just running amok the military's killing people we literally witnessed like so many fucking murders daniel panabaker's boyfriend dies yeah Yeah, and i'm devastated and you're so and then we And then we, um, we're in the car and then we go to the car wash well, to hide from you the... You go to your house first. Oh, we go to our house. Our and then house. Those crazy people who were Rory's family no, tried to kill us, but then I like stabbed them with my hand knife and then we, um... And then, uh, Rory, Russell kills them. Yeah. Russell yeah. shoots them. And then we I, take the headshot. car. You gotta make sure they're dead. Yeah. Bang, oh, bang, 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 And then you're like... He's being weird we it's gotta fine. we gotta okay, go whatever so let's then take the car we're driving and we notice the helicopter and so we dip into a car wash to hide from the helicopter and then oh, oh no, no there's some i see some movement here. there's movement everything's moving and um so we make it out after fighting all of them but then <gasps> zip oh, oh no. i am ye- i'm yonked out of the um no daniel and it's really on. upsetting it's so sudden and, and she's then dead <laughs> Dead. Our car gets fucking bombed. So now we're stuck walking and uh motherfucker is out of his mind. Russell, Russell. is being I'm really just, aggressive. I'm fine. No, it's fine. It's okay. We run into a random dude and then no, Russell we, shoots him. I was gonna sick. I was gonna shoot the car and then Russell flips the car and then we're it's this government guy and we're like, What's up? And the government guy's like, It's whatever chemical, it's a it's a government made uh, biological warfare weapon thing but it got into the wrong people and that's why everyone's going crazy is because we dropped into your water system on accident and then the pilot, bang and then Roy shoots him bang. Russell shoots Russell him. and then we're walking and then for we're a like while. Russell we really gotta break up this is not working nah, out. Then, <laughs> nah, nah, man. I'm well fine. we catch we catch you on a good moment and you decide to be a good guy when we see all these government people look Rory uh, yeah, if I you're gonna be aggressive at least try to save us. All right, so I make a d- big distraction so the two of you can get away. And then and we, we run away. And I get killed. And so then we go to this truck stop, and um, 
the and there's a we fight a bunch of these guys uh no there's like two well, or three of them we find out that they torched the survivors oh yeah they killed everyone literally everyone even if you weren't sick they killed you yeah and then so we fight some more crazy people and then we win and we take the truck we tra- and we're, we're leaving driving, and we're then driving as fast as we can and then oh not a they atom literally bomb. nuke the fucking town oh no and, and then we make it to cedar rapids and we're safe now but then like the, we notice then the, the, the government out. finds us the and then it cuts to there's the government watching on a satellite image and it zooms at Zeta rapids and it says containment protocol initiated and we made it under seven minutes wow and that's the end of the movie and then in the during the credits scene there's a news report that gets intercepted by the fucking crazies Which for some reason i hate that i hate that they did that yeah but whatever that's just dumb. like a crazy credits thing <sighs> okay so that was the movie the crazies um, it's a remake of a movie from 1973, you said, by George Romero. Yes. But, Molly, you read up a little bit on there. Didn't you read up a little bit um, on there? Yeah, I've read this plot on um, IMDb, like, a the bunch of times. It's mostly about the government people, oh, right? Oh, oh, from the video I saw? Yeah, I saw this little blurb of a video about this movie. The original. Um, the original versus the um, reboot. And um, the original movie was like more of like a slow paced drama about the government and not so much about the effects of like the government made virus on people. Right. So this movie like takes a similar story where like a government made virus is turning people like into very like violent like murderers and all that and focuses in more on the effects of the virus on people and they like do it in a small town setting. Yeah. And I mean, there's like like a very very visual reference because anybody who's familiar with the original is familiar that the marketing and promotional material is all the hazmat suits that they wear and in this one they wear the same hazmat suits so there's like a small little glimpse at the original right um but like the original crazies like all the posters just have the hazmat Hazmat suits. suits but this one is more of a it's small town based like molly said and your main character is the the sheriff of the small town and then it's like his wife um a girl who works for his wife and the deputy those are the main four which do we want to start by talking about how this movie's kind of pro cop yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it i don't want to start on a negative note but it's the first thing that's on my mind because harish and i also watched this movie a little earlier this year and um it's the whole time we were watching it, we kept saying like, oh, it sucks that this movie is pro cop. But I, I do. I genuinely love this movie. This is one of my favorite horror movies. But my biggest criticism is that like the, it starts with him shooting a guy. He and shoots like, a guy. It shows the repercussions. Like people are right. genuinely people upset are with mad him. that he shot a guy. But you sympathize with him. Like, drunk. cause he's the main guy, so you're gonna root for him no matter what, and I think that's yeah. kind of problematic. That is for sure yep. problematic because the guy wasn't. I mean, yeah, he drew a gun on him, which some people would justify, but I, it's still like a weird thing that you probably like in modern. Like, if somebody were to make this movie now, I don't think we would see the same exact situation happen. It would be different. Um, like, I don't think that they would show like the guy drawing a gun and the guy get the, the sheriff shooting him. I don't think it would be the same. Right. Um, but this was made in 2010, which the climate was probably still the same, but everyone wasn't aware. You know what I mean? Well, 2010. Oh yeah, for sure. was before. Yeah. 
before so, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, like, everything. so this was pre... So we have to kind of, like, there's one sense where you have to look at it like that, but then also it's like, well, this is modern times, and so watching it's got it still has a meaning. Yeah. And I do hate that it does. And, like, this whole movie, like Molly mentioned several times throughout watching the movie, is, like, so many guns. So gun many guns. Yeah. I hate watching such, like, a gun-centric movie. So many. And it's I, all just the cops, watching the cops use the guns to defend people. Bad like, vibes. that's all it is. So... Uh, I don't hate that aspect of this movie. I don't like, either, but I just like well, to address that it exists. I mean, the cop stuff is pretty weird. It's weird that he is, uh, um, he has the moral authority when he shoots the guy. He's trying to protect himself, whatever. Like that's that's a weird framing of it. But I, he definitely does go against his orders, like as a normal cop, because like uh, once they discover that they discover the plane under the in the river and they think they realize oh it's the water supply that's causing this we got to shut off the water supply and they go talk to the mayor and the mayor's like no we're a farming town we can't yeah. fucking shut off the water supply and then timothy oliphant goes and does it anyway and he's like i don't he's like and, fuck cops. well yeah his his deputy the deputy's like okay dude this is like I know I support you usually, but like this, well, he's like, you I'm could all lose about your breaking job. the law if you have to, right? But um, you you could lose your job for this, and then t- Timothy Oliphant's like, maybe that isn't a bad. He tells this guy's a good cop because he says <laughs> losing his cop job is a good thing. Trust him, even though he shot a guy in the beginning. Thing so, like clearly, he's like not a traditional cop who's um entirely focused on protecting the people in power he definitely yeah. is like a good guy I think that if it didn't start yeah. with him just shooting a guy point blank oh, i for think sure. the situation the initial situation where you kind of get because like that happens like five minutes into the yeah. movie like it is, movie it is the first big thing like it's not even first big thing it is like the first fucking thing that happens in this movie so like i think that if they did a slightly different situation, it probably wouldn't put a bad taste in your mouth right. about the character because it's, he is truly a good guy. I think it's just they the writers gave put a situation in yeah. it's kind of problematic, especially now. I think this movie, like it's actually I think it's good, um, in the sense that um it's it's pretty even handed. Like he he is a cop but he's also like anti the state um he goes against the orders of the mayor um and even though he is vindicated for having shot the guy at the beginning there is like he is it, they definitely do bring up that it is not okay that he shot the guy yeah. they like, show like the family the family's with grieving that. the gr- family's like no he wasn't drunk like why would you shoot him and then they and show why the would you proof assume? that he was wrong in this yeah and and all of that so like it definitely like isn't uh if if it were like for 2014 it's definitely not as pro cop as it 2010 yeah that's what I so meant. it's even earlier um for 2010 it's definitely not as pro cop as it probably would have been like if it were actually pro cop yeah. you know so i think probably when this re- was released it probably was more of a not anti-cop but kind of a 
like questioning kind of a, authority. Yeah. This movie is definitely a questioning authority movie. Right. Like, and I'm sure I think the original probably was too. Cause it that is, seems very Romero. It is very much. Um, you can't trust the government. They're just going to kill you if they don't know how to deal with Like literally one problem. of the big reveals is that they killed the people who were fine. <laughs> yeah. Just to just cover their asses. Nuke the, the fucking town. And they, they literally burn that truck of people alive. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to address that there are certain aspects of this movie that are like, ooh, that it's not, I wouldn't like necessarily categorize it as problematic, but more like, um, be aware. Yeah. It's just, it, you kind of, when you're watching it, you're like, ooh, I don't know about that. Um, but it's also from 10 years ago. Yeah. And wow. Somebody's screaming from all My sides of this apartment. So um, outside, yeah. but that being said, I genuinely I love this movie so much. Like every time I watch this movie, I get so excited. And like, I'm sure you guys noticed, but throughout this whole movie, I was like, Oh, this part, like mm. right. ooh, this part, like this part's so good. Like I love it. And Oh, yeah. I guess I should start also say, um, I just want to address like, cause we addressed that part. And then there was other, one other thing is the fact that the movie's called the crazies. Yeah. Um, which I think is not Crazy the best title for not, um a pc term these days yeah it's just it's like We're a very supposed to say that word well i don't even like to say i don't like to say like you're not supposed to say that like it's yeah. just it's an insensitive it's term just, yeah and i it's think it's better not to yeah and it's, it's just, not that we're not supposed to it's just better you're making a face i okay I've like heard about this. We can we like well cut okay. This? We can talk offline about this because I also don't think you should just completely omit the term crazy. Because I get uh, no, I get it. I get yeah. the discourse. I just I didn't realize it was such a big well. So deal. I've had people like literally say like, "Oh, you're not supposed to say crazy at all." I don't. I don't think. And I like. I think you can say, oh, that was crazy. Like, that's fine. Um, and I think, like, you can be like, oh, they were acting crazy. Like, I think that's fine. But yeah. I think, like, I still think that there is a certain, like, uh, there is kind of a, like, I, think I wouldn't title a movie The Crazies. No. Yeah, I it's mean. like, it's like, it's it's definitely not as bad as a slur, like an yeah. actual, not, like, racial slur or a, slur, an actual it slur. It is a very insensitive but thing to say it's about It's definitely, like, avoid using the term as much as you can but like in this situation the t it is crazy like the the town is going crazy you know what yeah. i mean like the term if you look at it as like the dictionary definition like the the t i know this sounds like i'm fucking defending no, 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 like no. something i was bad. thinking my own thing oh but I, it sounds like i'm i i'm aware of how fucking awful i sound but like if you're looking at it as like the term crazy like it's shit's fucking crazy yeah. you know what i mean but I I do think that the title of this film definitely does not fly. I it I personally right. hate saying like oh I love that movie The Crazies because like I just don't like saying like I I just don't like it. Yeah. Um. I, I, but I think it's because it's associated with so many things that people um have assumptions about and that there are like negative stereotypes about because yeah. that term is also used to describe people with mental illness and it's not the same thing. Um, I do think that right. it's like a fine thing to describe what's happening in this movie, but it's just not the best term. Yeah. My attitude is like, if it makes other people uncomfortable, yeah. then oh, like, at yeah. least like just try to try your best to yeah. avoid using it. You and know? I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I have also just like so had people like, say like, 
never say that word and i just i don't think that yeah that, i think that that's one of those ones that's like it's true for a lot of things yeah but i yeah see what you mean. right but like um we can like trim this if we need to but um but yeah like i'm aware that the title of this film is not the best title that you could have but I'm also aware that the title of this film is a film from 2010 that was based on a film from 1973 mm-hmm. that, I mean, shit's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the shit that happens in this film is fucking crazy, but I don't think calling a population of people crazy is the best thing to say. We should have called this movie The Bonkers. The Bonkers? <laughs> the Bonkers. <laughs> what a better movie that it would be. It sucks, because, like, <laughs> if I'm trying to think of an alternative title, like, I have trouble. Like, I'm sure you could call it, like, literally. You could call it The Town's Name. You could call it The Name of the Virus. You could call it fucking Timothy Oliphant's Hottest Shit. I don't give a shit. But um, I, I think that Bitches it's... Bitches Be Bonkers. Bitches Be Bonkers. I think that the, the <laughs> shitty thing is it's an adequate title. It's just not a term that we really like The anymore. Aggressives <laughs> is the title. Like, I don't know. This, I don't know. The yeah. title is just a weird thing that you just kind of have to do. Right. Because what if? I genuinely like it, but I hate that it's called that. Right. You called it Victims... Of an egregious government error. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's petition uh, whoever made fucking legacy made this movie. We're gonna go. We're gonna go talk to them about changing all everything. Right. Change good. all materials. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah. So I just wanted to start up front by saying, like, I'm aware that there are two kind of mm-hmm. eh, things about this movie. Right. But that being yes, Molly. No, no, I just. You please finish your thought because my my thought's kind of stupid. It's I don't know if we we didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, <laughs> I also don't know if we said what this podcast is we did, about. We did. Okay, we did. The like thing. I, I we did, did the at the okay. very beginning. Okay. I did the normal thing. We forgot to introduce ourselves again. We never yeah. do. Molly, would you like to? No, <laughs> I just wanted to point. You it know out. what? We've said each other's names. You piece it together if you're listening. I mean, it's not really important. Who we are. Who cares? <laughs> We're know? just people with the podcast. My We're name's just, Harish. I'm Samantha. I'm Molly. Yeah. And <laughs> I love this movie. Anyway, um, but so, no, so back to what we were talking about. We just cut crazy. out a we just, bunch. We're just going to put in that skirt and noise. continuing to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Samantha, like I was saying, and I love this fucking movie. This is, if I'm going to make a list of top 10 horror movies i think this movie is in my top 10 horror movies oh really i know it sounds crazy <laughs> oh my god <laughs> now you're gonna be so conscious of it for like the rest I'm of the episode i'm literally thinking about this for the whole week but I, like i said i think i'm i use the term anyways um i know it's like there are probably 10 better horror movies yeah, this movie technically is actually classified as a thriller, but as the people of Mad Wolf and that host um, Fright Club, Fright Club, Fright Club <laughs> could podcast. not remember who is another local Columbus horror podcast. Columbus um, podcast. Uh, we went to one of their screenings, and Hope said, uh, "Any good movie, any good horror movie that people love gets uh, mysteriously changed to being called a thriller." And I think that's a really great analysis because this movie is a horror movie, but everywhere you look, it's, it's thriller (laughs) that it's just, it calls it a thriller. This is a horror movie. Um, you're literally watching people get murdered. Like it's horror. Um, but this is just one of my favorite. I get so excited when I watch it, every fucking scene that comes up, I'm like, Oh, this is like the scene. And like, I like 
I don't know. I just really and Timothy Oliphant's in it, so it automatically gets some points. But I love this movie. I'm shocked that I don't own it on DVD. It's fantastic. I'm gonna. I'm like revealing my fucking ranking already, but rating already, but whatever. Like okay. I've seen this movie a, a handful of times. I think I watched it the year it came. What out. are your favorites? Like. Parts. In this movie, yeah. The Daniel Panabaker part at the car wash. The I car think wash that is, is yeah. comparable to uh, her scene in Friday the 13th, which we'll talk about. <laughs> um, I also really love the pitchfork, the pitchfork thing. The pitchfork. Um, that is mm-hmm. one of the most, like, it's really well built up and it's fucking terrifying to watch. And it's a scene that made me want to watch this movie. Yeah, was it's, that. it really sells you on it. And like the promotional material really utilized that. And it's not like you had this promotional material and then nothing like they fucking delivered with what they were teasing <laughs> you with. Um, I also really like the there's like some subtle like. Um, I don't want it's There's humor in this movie, not a ton, but there are small humor beats that are just perfect place like right when you're just upset or stressed something funny happens like, like what danielle panabaker dies sorry spoilers you're listening to this podcast <gasps> oh my god queen of surprise death twice she has literally been ripped from where she was and killed Daniel Panabaker dies, and then immediately, a fucking, fucking, they just watched her die, and then immediately their car gets bombed by the government, and the deputy guy just fucking starts laughing, (laughs) and like, yeah, he's infected by this point, but it's just kind of like, of course that's what happens to them, and then also just like a couple minutes before the beat where he's like, something moved, and Timothy Oliphant's like, (laughs) everything is moving! funny i feel yeah. like that's also how a lot of us would react in that situation yeah i'm thinking back to when harish said quit interrupting me <laughs> in most recent um, episode about paranormal activity. The paranormal well that's activity. not our most no, recent one this not, keep forgetting we watched another movie in between uh, i feel like that's definitely something you would say <laughs> yeah but like if yeah. everyone's kind of having a freak out you would also be like be like stressed right but be communicating information right but there are just um (laughs) there are so many like real moments like that and like it goes from being gut-wrenching to like thrilling to like you're laughing at a part so like it switches between so perfectly balanced yeah and there's i i looked up the budget of this movie which is 20 million by the way because i was shocked at like how many cool things happen in this like you watch cars get flipped you watch a car get blown up you watch like um like an explosion like there's a lot of like crazy shit that happens in this movie i i could fucking ramble on forever i i love this movie i'll let you guys talk (laughs) about it i'm ready for one of you to be like i fucking hate it (laughs) so molly um one of the things you've been talking about these past few weeks (laughs) is that you did not want to watch paranormal activity and wanted to watch the crazes instead which i will note on the paranormal activity (laughs) episode you did say i'm glad we watched it but i did because well here's the thing i felt like i had to be nice and apologize to everyone who picked (laughs) paranormal activity 
all of our patrons. Yeah. But like my question is, how do you feel now that you have watched it? It was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving. I quit the podcast. I'm leaving. This is I'm no longer a host. This is not we're not friends anymore. I like, bye. A stupid movie. <laughs> bye. Bye. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> Whatever. Your opinions are valid. I'm mad that I like wanted to watch it so much because now that I half saw it, I'm like, ugh, whatever. Now that I half I wasn't, saw it. I could not pay attention during the whole movie. It was, it was killing me. Something would be going on on screen and both of you would be like distracted because you didn't care. And I'm like, God well, I was, I, I wasn't distracted. I was writing notes for sure. a lot of it. Anyways, continue. Oh, oh no. I was, like, look, I, oh I did God. write notes. <laughs> I didn't. And I don't care because <laughs> this movie isn't great. I'm so upset. I, okay. I want like to think you punched, punched in the heart. Wait, but what did you expect from this though, Molly? I thought it was going to be a movie that changed the way I perceived cinematic art. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, you no. should never look at a horror movie like seriousness. it's going to do that and get a pleasant surprise. Like, I'm just <laughs> setting that out there. A horror movie should never have that expectation. <laughs> never. I don't know. Um, it, And the thing is, like, it's fine. You know, it's a fine movie, but it's also, like, stupid. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's valid. That's right. valid. It, that, I feel like that's a very, like, dual criticism, but it fits. Because I'm, like, I'm watching I'm, like, okay, whatever. I don't care. I know every. I know how it, it's one of those, like, it's a zombie movie. You know how it's going to end. So I was, like, well, just everyone, let's get to the, like, all right, get to your checkpoint. Get to the exposition. Get to the, like, last survivors. I was just, like... I just like knew it was gonna happen, and it's based off Romero, which yeah, you kind of know. But I will say the scene that I like wanted to watch it for, which is the pitchfork scene, was really scary. Mm-hmm. It's I awful, that. and I like the car wash scene. It's great, and I like the fact that Joe Anderson's in this movie because I like him. I'm so glad you appreciate him because every time I've watched this movie, I've been like, "Who is that fucking?" <laughs> <laughs> That's Joe Anderson. From he wins my a- he wins the Jared Padalecki acting award for me. The Jared Padalecki acting award of excellence in acting <laughs> <laughs> goes to that guy. Give it to Joe Anderson. Timothy Oliphant is a close second because the fucking everything's moving. Line. Everything's moving. That's great. Wait, maybe Timothy Oliphant deserves the Jared Padalecki acting award of excellence. Timmy Oliphant. Timmy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant deserves the God Award for godlike existence. And also, there's this, like, in that same scene, there's this part where he, like, looks like he's, like, fucking <laughs> shit. Like, I can't explain it, but there, there's this one moment in the car wash scene when you see it, you're, like, acting. Come on, Juilliard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that guy gets the award. Uh, the Jared Padalecki uh, Acting Award for Excellence in Acting. All right. <laughs> I think I would also give it to Joe Anderson by default just because I love him. <laughs> but Timothy yeah. Oliphant is a runner-up. I'd say he gets the um, uh, Jensen Ackles um, <laughs> um, honorary mention. You tried? <laughs> Jensen Ackles, name. you tried in a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, your movie was terrible, but I mean, you tried. This movie was not terrible, but will go off. <laughs> I, I, don't say it's, I wouldn't say it's a terrible movie, but it's stupid. <laughs> so, okay. You look at me in the eyes and tell me it's a stupid movie. It's not a stupid movie. (laughs) Sam is hiding her face and mumbling it into her mic because she can't look me in the eyes and admit that this movie's kind of stupid. Okay, so I have a couple things that I want to talk about. He's going to talk for an hour. Well, I have two things. First thing is, 
how come always in movies every fucking hot cop has a fucking hot blonde wife who looks like abby cornish you're right <laughs> slash i'm not saying no you know i looked at i was on to, i i'm not gonna lie for like a solid 10 minutes while we were watching this movie i was just looking at pictures on timothy oliphant's imdb and um i'm pretty sure in justified he also has a hot wife that looks like that <laughs> that is such a specific <laughs> Well, I was thinking about in three billboards outside Epping, Missouri. His wife is her. His is wife is Abby Cornish, yeah. the actress, and who looks a lot like the 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 wife in this movie. And I feel like it's a common trope. I guess in the the um, real life, that's exactly true. Well, I mean, who knows? I don't know any cops. Anyway, in real life. <laughs> whatever but in uh <laughs> the fucking mining one remake my oh. bloody valentine she remake, does look like that yeah except she's not blonde she's oh my brunette God. she and is she's like dark haired right isn't she brunette? i remembered oh, all she's the girls brunette in dark real hair. life but she died this was a fun trivia fact i remember she's brunette in real life or she's blonde in real life but she did brunette for the movie okay yeah. To like differentiate herself from yeah. the other And that's person. a cop whose wife is not a hot blonde, is a hot brunette, brunette instead. Oh. Um, but yes, so why is this? Uh, I don't know, just years of cinema why following tropes. Trope? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, so the other thing is... I think it's a Bonnie and Clyde type situation. <laughs> yes? Yep. Wasn't Bonnie a redhead? redacted <laughs> <laughs> i might be wrong but i'm pretty sure she was a redhead i don't know anything i don't about know Bonnie i also realized like about one word into that sentence i was like oh fuck wait they weren't cops <laughs> <laughs> they, were they were like the, the opposite. opposite of cops oh no i got into hot trouble there <laughs> um, okay my <laughs> second question is uh this is this is a zombie movie, but the zombies are slightly different from normal zombies. They're not dead. They're just they're not infected. Dead. They're not like reanimated corpses, but they are aggressive. So I wanted to talk about like uh, how this differs from a zombie movie and aspects of that. So like. This is similar to uh, 28 Days Later, which oh, is yeah. technically not a zombie movie. It's a rage virus. Well, no. Mm, it's yeah, technically that's true. a that's rage true. virus. It's a rage yeah. virus. I think, so zombie movies in general can represent pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, depends on what the script has to say, um, what the general like um, climate is like culturally. Um, I think that this movie has a specific meaning, which doesn't mean that it's not a zombie movie in any way, because I think each zombie movie does have its specific meaning. Mm -hmm. The specific meaning is generally is just genuinely government distressed, like hands down. There's not much of another meaning here. Um, uh, it pretty flat out says like the government sucks. Don't trust them. Like there's, you don't even have to read into it. It like puts that in your face. Right. Um, and, uh, so I don't think this differentiates it from a zombie movie, but it definitely, um, cause I think that even if you do have a general meaning for a zombie movie, that they can be read in certain ways, um, outside of your meaning. I don't think this one really can be. 
I guess it could be read in a mental illness type way, but I don't even see it in that. I see this genuinely as like a don't trust the man type yeah. thing. Um, but that being said, I do think that this can classify as a zombie movie because if we count 28 days later as one, which I do, and I credit 28 days later for the reason we like zombie movies in modern day, um, that, uh, that this is the same thing. It, I don't think it's any different. It's the same thing. They're just not reanimated corpses, but it's the same concept. Right. It is. It is the same concept, but, um, the like people, the, the titular crazies, I guess. They they do talk they sometimes. They do well there's like a phase of the crazies in this movie. They're mostly just like quiet but and staring into space. I think that there's a certain phase, so like you see with the deputy his like you see you actually see his progression on screen. He's like the only character you really see progress yeah. into it. And, um, I think that they, we don't really see him hit that last day. And I think that last day is more quiet attacking. Like, cause when we really see the feral ones, they don't really say anything. They're just trying to kill. Um, whereas him, he has these slight slip ups, but you, then you see his humanity show through. So I think that they have to hit these phases and we just saw his middle phase. We never saw like his complete loss of mind. Yeah. This this kind of reminds me of the signal in that way. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, they're never they're never like just mindless zombies. They're always like uh they're either like very quiet and then deliberately acting. So it like seems like they they know what they're doing. They're just acting very aggressive even though they're like quiet. Uh or um, like I'm thinking about the wife and the child of the first guy who dies, the guy who gets shot by yeah. Timothy Oliphant. Um, uh, when they go back, when Timothy Oliphant and everyone goes back to their house, uh, the other, the wife and child are waiting for them and waiting to kill them. Uh, and they, they are definitely not like mindless zombies. They, they do have their mental capacity with them. I mean, they clearly and had they a no. They plan. had a plan to kill Timothy Oliphant. They weren't just killing anybody. They, re- they wanted revenge. revenge. Yeah. Um. So I think I think it's interesting that this is a zombie virus that doesn't cause people to turn into. I guess when you think about zombies, like it's like not really their fault that they're forced to become like that well i fuck i meant to bring it up when we were watching this movie but like i don't really consider a true evil in this movie because it's not any of these people's even in this fault in even in this it's like not really their fault but it still is like they're definitely not like just mindlessly because uh, I think with zombies, with zombies, it's they're moving, uh, they're acting very, um, very, uh, uh, naturalistic or like what's the, instinctively they're yeah. acting very instinctively. They're just going towards where the next meat is. They're looking for meat, looking for food, and they're just going towards where the next live meat is. Um, uh, whereas in this movie, they are deliberately looking for someone to be aggressive to and someone to attack it's not a survival thing it's genuinely like 
yeah. aggressive killing. It and is killing. If you pay attention to the way certain ones do certain things, it seems like there are underlying motives that most sane people would just not act on. So right. like the hunting guys. I don't know if you paid attention to the scene later when they when um they had they had like titularly gone crazy. Yeah. Um they were hunting people instead of animals. And they were yeah. like doing the same hunting behaviors they would have. They were excited about their new kill. Is that the same it guys? Is. It's the same guys. The same guys are hunting the were, crazies were, instead of hunting ducks. They're not hunting the crazies. They're hunting just people. They they have oh, gone really? crazy and they're hunting like people. And oh, um, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So like instead of because we see them at towards the beginning where they're just hunting like animals. These guys go hunting in the woods. Is this duck dynasty? Oh my god, shut up! Where is it even close to being the titular Duck Dynasty? What the fuck are these? And then when they've when they've gotten the virus or whatever, they um, are hunting people just as excitedly. And then, like, obviously, when you see mm. with the wife and the kid of Rory, like, of course, subconsciously, if this cop killed your husband or your dad, you're going to want to be like, oh, that cop deserves his comeuppance, but you're not going to oh, yeah. act on it because you're a sane person. But then you remove the sanity and they're going to act on it because that's what they believe. So I think that this thing, um, it doesn't make them animalistic. It just takes away their um, empathy and care for others' well-being and just okay. makes them enact on what they think is like what they want to do. Yeah. They don't. They don't feel bad for anything, so they just do what they feel like. Right. Like a serial killer, but yeah. So like, it's a zombie movie, but they're also not zombies. They're not really zombies. But like, if you had to classify it, I would classify it as zombie, because like zombie virus stuff gets put together. Sure. Like World War Z. I love um, the kind of like modern twist on like what a zombie movie is. Right. Like, f- for the genre in general. Well, zombies, as were as like zombies traditionally were invented by George Romero in Night Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead has uh because of some like mistake in one of the title cards, uh it became public domain because like uh it was like when you do the title like back in the time where Night of the Living Dead was released mm-hmm. on the title card they had to put like a copyright whatever year um uh from whoever on the title card but they like they forgot something they like messed something up to where it like went into the public domain immediately without any chance of them like getting the rights so like george mermero immediately lost the rights and so because of that uh night of the living dead became public domain so like the movie itself or the movie itself became public domain so like a lot of tv channels just like had the ability to just play it whenever they wanted and so it became popular and that's what popularized the modern version of zombies because before that zombies were like uh zombies were based on this caribbean myth of uh people who were controlled by by voodoo type magic because there is this Caribbean story of, or myth of, like, there's 
a certain powder that you can do that where you if you blow it into someone's face they turn into like they they like lose their consciousness and turn into basically a zombie and you can control them God. it's it's some sort of voodoo type myth um but and that was the original version of zombies but then it turned into uh the way that george romero envisioned it because night of the living dead became public domain and was shown like uh on every tv channel for free for no reason that's so cool. whenever they wanted so there's a video there's this youtube channel called uh captain christian both of them are spelled with k's k uh captain with a k instead of a c and then christian k-r-i-s-t-i-a-n a fine lane there aren't we um so yeah captain christian look up captain christian he has a video about night of the living dead and how it became public domain and why um but yeah so basically that was what started the modern zombie movement um uh so i forget what my point was but like basically this is a um alternative to that normal modern zombie deal it's cool and i love it because also like to be fair there's only so many movies you can see about zombies before you're like okay yeah i get it so i love movies like Shaun of the dead and 28 days later where it's they've taken kind of an outbreak and like done something different have either of you seen world war z no No. what's that about i haven't either it's the brad pitt movie it's um i i think it's it's because of like a medicine right well so the world war z i haven't seen the movie um and i haven't read the book but apparently the book it's written by max brooks who's the son of mel brooks really yeah huh um uh so it's written by max brooks and it is it's basically like um it's basically like a history book this is what i've heard i don't know how accurate this is but based on my vague memories of what i've heard it's the book of world war z is basically like a history book of world war z the zombie apocalypse war so it's like if you read a book about world war ii except instead it's a book about the zombie apocalypse and so it's very much um like it's it's written or it's it's about it's more about logistics and like how the zombie outbreak happens and how um how it spreads and stuff than it is an actual like plot storyline mm-hmm. is what i've heard for the book and then the movie just turns it into a generic well, zombie action thriller from what i feel like i feel like that might be a comparable movie to this movie World i think World there's some different to the crazies i yeah. think that there's com- they're comparable because the they're you see like the roots of it and then also it's not a traditional zombie. It's um, I think it's like human, like medically induced type thing. Same with 28 days later. They're not dying. They just get this infection and it turns right. them feral. Um, and a similar movie that I can think about. And I mean, I guess this is more of a thing for the recommendation segment, but is like, I am legend, mm-hmm. even though I am legend is actually is widely considered to be a vampire movie, not a zombie movie. But the technicalities of the creatures are more like this one where they um, took this medicine thing and it turned it. um, Same thing. 
there's like literally the scene where his wife in this movie, the crazies where him and his wife get separated. Yeah. That fucking happens in I am uh, legend. legend. Like yeah. the exact scene happens and him and his wife and daughter get separated because of a temperature thing. Right. But, um, the creatures that they turn into are more vampire like, like yeah. the sunlight kills them and things like that. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing where it's just like a modern day, like a virus thing kills, right. like turns them. Um, so there's like this weird uh, limbo of non-zombie, but also kind of zombie classification of movies. Yeah. I don't know if maybe a separate classification should be made. I think right. outbreak is like a good general yeah. term, but that also has like, I don't know. That's Outbreak movie, rage virus also is um, a genre uh that's how i've heard 28 days later described as no, a rage ins- virus yeah. instead of a zombie movie like Pontypool is also is like also kind of in that genre it's like an sort outbreak, of outbreak movie yeah but that affects not. everybody i feel like that one is more in line with the crazies than it is with like a zombie yeah, yeah. It's a town going crazy i think i recommended the crazies on the Pontypool episode probably sure. yeah um uh quince all the Pontypool soundtrack on vinyl at um, Used Kids Records. Wow. Which was super cool. That's insane. I didn't even think about... <laughs> I didn't either. I wonder yeah. if it's just Grant Mazzy's, like radio broadcast. That would be awesome. <laughs> Literally, I would buy that. Like, I probably wouldn't buy the actual Pool the movie soundtrack, but I would buy, like, Grant an Mazzy's. audio recording of Grant Mazzy's <laughs> radio station. Oh my God. Um, that would be awesome. <laughs> so back to the movie, um, The Crazies. Yeah. We've kind of just been talking about the genre in general. Um, how do we feel about, um, how do I want to write it? Do you feel like it's a really good representation of if this happened, this is what would happen? If this happened, this is what would happen. I think, uh... Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess. Well, like, in your general government distrust. So if there were... Oh, what the government would do. Like, do you I think thought you meant, like, the virus. No, I'm no, like, no, no, if no, no, that's no. what happens, so, like, I guess. If a, if an outbreak happened in a small town or something, do you think this is how it would end? I don't think so, because I do not think the government would be as efficient as this movie. Like the government, right, they're a mess. I describe this as efficient because they, which before the outbreak happens, they're well, clearly tracking. Them. I think of efficient as in a bad way because they are immediately going around and killing everyone involved, um, which is a bad thing. Uh, so I, I think like in real life, the government wouldn't have the forethought to immediately go into that area and murder everyone. Um, so no, but I also do have just a general distrust of the government. Like if something bad, uh, like if they, if some sort of airliner fell into the river um and it like polluted the river for sure there would be a cover-up they would not want to reveal that do you think that if it got out that an entire population was sick and had this kind of outbreak where they were literally murdering each other do you think that the result would be mass murder mass murder 
um, by the government, government, the government would just wipe out a town. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's I like, mean, maybe I feel you know, like no, they no. might freak out and do it, but like now, especially in modern times where we have social media and stuff, like no, I'm they, just thinking about like how media would frame it. Yeah, like, it would probably be one of those things. I don't think. I think if this were to happen, we would either never know about it, or it would just right. be like some weird, crazy story, like an entire town like caught fire kind of yeah. situation. Like I feel. Just we would not ever There's get the entire story just because how like yeah, a media in our country operates. You think gate, gatekeeping would have something to do with that? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's kind of like there's no way they would um, tell the truth to the media. Like, but do you think somebody from within the town would leak the truth? If that oh, were possible, if, you saw that they, they were could, just killing yes, everybody for sure. If they could, they would like leak like, it on Twitter, go live on Twitter. Danielle Panabaker, for example, her character in modern times would definitely be. Talking yeah, about get this. out your phone, fucking start filming everything. You know, well, like that's gonna go out. They also might have um, jammers. Oh yeah, if the government, yeah. if the military, if it is watching was something like, like this, and they were like, we're going in and killing it, because clearly they have a plan for that. If they're going in saying, hey, we know that this is happening. Yeah, I don't know. But do you think that they'd go in fast enough? I don't think the government is efficient to the point where they can do that. But I definitely do think that they would try to cover up stuff like that. Or at least excuse it. Even like the stuff that's happening now. Like with the concentration camps and stuff. They they can't cover it up. They can't cover up but the fact that every fucking ICE agent is a racist and there's this whole Facebook group of racist ICE agents posting memes about racism. But they're like deferring from but the... They're just pretending it doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay. And that they have right. their own like Fox outlet who's like t- promoting their version of the story i don't think that this movie is due for a remake anytime soon because it literally just happened but i do think that even just now if it was made again i think that not that the message would be different because i think that the message is correct but i do think that we would see some slight differences in the treatment of things yeah but i think that the government (sighs) distrust would still exist yeah definitely yeah in terms of um military action i would never trust the government in whatever they do and like the government is just generally bad at dealing with disasters like katrina happened fucking bush never did anything you know george bush doesn't care about black people to quote (laughs) to quote Kanye kanye west the best thing he's ever said I just wanted to point out it's very it's completely ridiculous that the guy who said George Bush doesn't care about black people is now a Trump supporter. But whatever. Oh, I the hate world our, sucks. I hate anyway. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Um, so, uh, yeah. So my point is like regarding the government, um, the America has been really shitty. Uh, they are. So, um, uh, Something that's really common with in America, I don't want to make this like a just political thing, but like literally we go around in uh, Middle East countries and shoot down black pe- uh, brown people, and uh, that's okay. Like shooting, 
uh, even like Pete Buttigieg, who's running for president now as a Democrat, is saying, hey, I was in the war and I was yeah. in Afghanistan. I shot down people with a fucking AR. T- yeah, I don't think I don't think white people should get shot by these fucking assault rifles but i think it's okay for afghanistan people yeah no, so yeah. like this kind of shit is like the government would definitely react in a way where it's okay to sh- shoot american citizens they would just like spin it They'd to where it, it looks like they're the good guys and not the bad guys absolutely they would everyone in this movie is a victim well because i was about to i was literally just about to say that because like the people they're they're killing they're killing because they're infected with a virus that they made and um i think that it's framed exactly like it would be in real life like they wouldn't tell why where it came from it would just be these people were just going insane and nobody knows why so i guess we had to kill them yeah um but even in this one they uh you see the news reports at the end and everyone's saying we don't know I think they were blaming like a gas line or something that blew up or something. Like even in the news reports at the end, it's they. It's very clear that you see the news is spinning it to where it wasn't a bomb yeah, or anything. It was that just it was a just fire. That it was happened. a big fire that ex- caused an explosion. Yeah. That's blaming entirely accurate. Violent video games, <laughs> horror movies, <laughs> blaming violent video games. <laughs> taking down some displays at Walmart. Oh my god! But uh, we're not better. This is just horrible. This is. Just this, this is turning depressing. Bleak. Um, yeah. But yeah, so sorry. I spun it into this, but I was just curious. So and I think we've arrived at the fact that this is a pretty accurate movie. This makes me want to watch the Romero version because it is a little bit more right. about like, the um, government side. So of it. I'm curious about that. Yes, I am curious about that too. Uh, before we were probably going to go into our segments next. But um, before that... I did want to talk about the Romero version, which is the original from 1973. And Mm -hmm. I think the thing about George Romero is like most of his movies, at least the ones that I've seen are at least in like very vague subtext. They have some sort of, uh, social message. I wouldn't even say vague. I think he's pretty outright. Yeah. Well, Night of the Living Dead. The, it, the ending is quite the the main character is a black man who at the end survives the zombies and then gets shot, shot by some guys, some random white dudes. And it's not like that was like an accidental like message. Like that oh, was his intention. It's for entirely. sure. Yeah, like a black man uh, after surviving the zombie apocalypse gets shot by some white people who think he is dangerous. So for sure that that is a social message. Um, and then, uh, you watch like, uh, uh, day dawn of the dead, which is about consumerism. And it's about these characters who go and run to a mall during the zombie apocalypse. And the whole movie is about them being in the mall and being surrounded by, uh, capitalism and like how that, helps and also very much hurts them so it is also like another social message that movie's so good so for sure i think like the original the crazies from 1973 probably would have had a much more much more overt social message than this movie did which didn't have it this had a very overt social message i guess they didn't try to hide the fact that you shouldn't like trust trust the government authority in the government. Like that's pretty outright in this film. 
Yeah. Very much so. To the point where, like, there's literally a scene where a government official's like, yeah, we fucked up. Get over it. And then he gets killed for it. Like, yeah. Like, th- th- it's not hiding this. And then, like I said, at the end, you know that the government blew it up. And you literally watch a news report saying, we don't know what caused this. It's like, it's not hiding that. Right. And Romero produced this film. Like, it, it's pretty outright, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, yes, that's true. I also think this movie just is isn't really doesn't really focus on that. Well, as this movie much. was also clearly made to be a blockbuster, so yeah. I wouldn't call it a blockbuster. Clearly made for like popular popular media bones, and stuff. Right. So, like, Not of course, there's added stuff to it, but I think that the bones of it definitely probably still ring true to whatever Romero's intention was. Yeah arguing against the government i don't know it's whatever but i do i do want to watch it makes me curious to watch the original and see how different it is from this version um one thing that the original lacks that this movie has is timothy oliphant (laughs) um i just want to take a minute to appreciate him because uh timmy if you're listening to me you're phenomenal and i love you and um i think he does a great job in this movie <laughs> uh he's comedic when he needs to be and also just digger does a really good job like i said that car wash scene really just sells him for me <laughs> um but i wonder if i would like this movie as much as i do if somebody else was the lead character maybe not i don't know I'm just putting that out there. I don't think so. I think I do think this movie's really good, but I think part of it is that Timothy Oliphant just does a really good job in his role. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to say that the <laughs> what do you have to ju- say? Not Molly? just Timothy, but the whole cast is phenomenal and does a really really good job. But uh, I do think that one, it's cast of its time. Uh, the people who are the leads of it are very 2010. Yeah. And then um, two like. I don't know. I just think it's a really well put together movie and whoever was in charge of casting, like kudos. They did a good job in their parts. And Timothy always plays like Southern people who were sheriffs and cowboys and shit. So he was clearly the the correct person to go for. Okay. What do you think about the acting performances in this movie? I already told you who wins my Jared Padalecki Mm. acting award of excellence in acting. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you there. What do you think about how good the acting is in this movie? I think it's good. God damn it. Okay. No further questions. Do you not questions. think it's good? No, uh, not at all. What's wrong with the acting in this movie? Um, I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with it for the movie that it is. But I wouldn't... I just think I, I enjoy your enthusiasm and your appreciation of this movie. It's nice to see that you like it so much. But... <laughs> Um, just it's not very well acted, I would say. <laughs> um, I think it's great. I think it they look they're natural. I think that they act exactly how I would act in this situation if I were in their shoes. I mean, okay. <laughs> what, what I'm just th- saying it's not one of any shadow Oscars anytime soon. Do you are you what side are you I on? I mean, here? I think it's it's fine. I I don't I like I am not the kind of person who thinks about acting. Like if it's believable, How? then it's fine to me. 
Um, so I thought this was like believable enough to that I didn't care, you know. It's fine. No, no, I th- I I agree with that. I'm just specifically talking about the car wash scene. How you seem to think it was just the greatest acting <laughs> performance of our generation. I don't think it's the greatest. And I, just I just think that they did could a not agree less. Great I it job. Was, oh God. Okay. It was so chaotic. Everyone is like in high stress, and I think each character reacted exactly how their character would have. And I don't know. That's fair. And they're all good actors. I will say that. I just think some of the performances for this specific movie. I don't know. There were parts where I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but the, I feel like that about a lot of movies, but this one I felt like that a little bit more. I'm genuinely lost in why she thinks this. Where is where Did is we not watch the same movie? I guess not. I just, I feel, well, I'm also mad because I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. And just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm even bitching. I'm just complaining. I just can't believe that this is happening right now because... I we think agree about really a lot of things and this is like one of our first like we don't agree yeah i just like can't believe like i'm so i shook. think the problem with this movie is that um it starts out as an interesting concept where it's like oh there's something going wrong that's making people they're not turning into zombies but they are definitely acting in uh malicious ways that they normally wouldn't act and so like that's an interesting concept but then halfway through it turns into an outbreak movie and and then we're like oh well now they're running away okay and now it's normally just a normal zombie movie but i like that that i don't really care about that's the reason i like this movie is because i think that the reasoning behind what's happening is like a solid thing like i think that i'm not saying that like oh it's super realistic and it could happen yeah but i'm saying like what other explanation for what's happening would you have wanted something supernatural i mean it's it's not the explanation it's just that it's like i don't know it's just not as interesting (laughs) as it could have been I I, th- I think that is what it is. I think you like pinpointed it for me. It feels like it's two different movies. But what else could you have wanted? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't have all the answers, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that it feels like you're right. And I just, I wish it was different. I wish it was more like how it was with the pitchfork scene. I wanted more like if, I wanted if more it, small if, town crazy yeah. people murdering oh, shit. I don't want he, all that government. It, yeah. I did, I like I like it because it turns into like oh no people it's like oh no like a bigger authority fucked us over that would be fine for act three but like coming in right away you're like losing you're losing out on the initial like setup and scariness of i the virus. i think um so here's how i would change the movie is that Punch it up. i would definitely i would make it so that the um i would make it more like the signal to where everyone is Yes, they're all acting aggressive and like attacking each other, but they all have their own, they have their reasons. Like they're all acting rationally to themselves. Like, but you, we just talked about earlier how that's exactly what's happening in this is everyone yeah, acting Yeah, but rationally we don't really see that. Like that's not depicted on the movie. But you get the setup of each of their characters before you right. see them go crazy. Yeah, and I think that's good. I think halfway through the movie, it turns into, um, it turns into just a generic zombie movie rather than turn rather than being about 
these zombies who actually have a thought process who are like logically thinking about their well, situation. I don't think it turns into a generic zombie movie because at a certain point all the zombies are gone and it more turns into them trying to survive being killed because of the zombies. I mean, well, that's where it loses me too. See, yeah. that's where it gains for me. But I love that. I, I get, I get why you do, but like, hear me out. What if they had more zombie? Yeah. And they cut out all the part where like the people are running around between their house and the car. But the car washing is pretty cool. But, like, think about, like, if they're, like, more just focused on in the town. And then the government comes in a little bit more towards the end. And it's still scary because they're trying to survive the government. But I would have felt like that was just one of those um, moments, like, the thi- like what everyone's calling, like, the Thanos snap where everything just gets, like, erased. Like, I would, if it came in later, I would have felt like, oh, this was just their magical ending is just the government kills them. But here there's this whole buildup of trying to escape what they know is going to happen is that the government's going to come in and just wipe them away. I mean, and they're trying to escape their inevitable death, even though they're completely sane. The government aspect is fine. But I'm are not they, aren't they infected? They're that. not. They're clean. They established that it sure? had been, there was a 48-hour incubation, and they hadn't been affected, and it's past that. And the deputy guy had gotten it before, like, and so, like, their, time, their, their like, timelines of, like, health were off, but they're fine. Like, they established it's 48, if you've, 48 hours you're not acting weird you're fine that was like said by the government guy you guys were both tuned out during that scene no, I, just no, no. I, I remember that yeah i remember that the 48 hour incubation thing i i i just think like halfway through it it turns into just generic and like it's not it's not the fact that it's the distrust of government that is pr- um boring to me it's it's the other aspect of it where it's just like the bad guys that they're running from are just random zombies it's it's not really like i just feel like it would be more interesting if we were focused more on the the zombies and why they are acting the way they are acting but we got the answer. Well, we got the answer like in a in a broader sense. We didn't get the answer for like in my mind, why would I lock up my wife and child and then set fire to the house? Why would I do that and then still like exist as a normal person? So, in a normal zombie movie, like that guy would just be biting his wife and child and like killing them that way. But in this movie, he locks them up and then sets fire to the house and then walks outside and mows the lawn. And I wanted more of that stuff. Yes. You know? And then, and that stuff is the interesting part. But, but where's then, the plot in that? It's, it, I mean, it's that's not, not my movie, problem. But... Like, as a film critic, critic like it's not my problem to write the plot of that but like i think like there there could be an interesting plot from like coming from that aspect of why are these people acting in just unnatural ways like why are these why does this man think it is rational to lock up his wife and child and like set fire to their house i've already said that i think it's just like what they subconsciously already were wanting to do based on like previous like emotions and attitudes that their general empathy that they had prevented them from doing but that this 
strips that away and makes them go across, go and do their like, like maybe he, he wasn't happy with his life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like that's what like, I mean, you can come up with answers like that. I just think that the movie, don't you hate when movies directly tell you exactly why everything happens? Yes. But I think <laughs> that this movie, like after the halfway point, after I'm thinking when the military comes in, that's where it like loses the thread and it becomes more of we're just trying to survive and we're trying to escape, which is like less interesting to me than why is this person burning up his own wife and child? But like, where would you have like, where would the plot go with that? I don't know, because I'm not writing this movie, But Samantha. you're asking for this, so where yes. would you go with this thing? Yeah, well, maybe in 20 years I'll write a movie about this. But this like, was like, they wanted to do this whole government thing, and that was their setup, was just these people were acting on these, like, weird Samantha, and killing people. I'm just telling you why Based this movie this wasn't that, that interesting to me. To them. I'm not telling you why I how I would want this movie to go like cuz I don't know like Do you see where I'm coming from though? Yes. Like it's fair to like it's easy to write it as a survival movie, but that doesn't mean it has to be good. That doesn't mean it's good. That just means it's like you know, that's, I think the way this movie is written and produced, I, I don't think it's just not as interesting to me as the, the beginning of the movie is. I think the beginning of the movie is very interesting. And then about halfway through it like loses the plot and turns into more of a survival thing, which makes it less interesting to me. I don't know. I said it several times through the movie is that the reason I like this movie so much is there's essentially three chapters and phases of this movie. There's like the initial, Oh shit, people are going crazy. Right. And there's like the outbreak and the government containment. And then there's the running for your life. And I like that it breaks it up like that. I like that it's three different That's stories. That's fair that you like it that way. I'm just saying like for me and for Molly, we just wish it were more focused on the actual, the people who, the, the titular crazies. Like if it I were guess. more focused on the virus than on just them trying to survive. I guess. Which is less interesting to me. So it's it's whatever. I um, just don't so think let's you'd just have characters that you gave a shit about if you did that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean Joe Anderson and that mustache—he doesn't even have to speak. <laughs> but if you focused on the, the aspect that you guys were going on, you wouldn't have any of him in this movie. I no, mean, you could because you we're me? watching his transformation on screen. Oh yeah, as he's running from the goddamn government. Yeah, yeah. But hear me out, right? What if he's just at a diner, drinking a cup of coffee, a cup of Joe, if you will, and um, coming from all sides. I know that's how my acoustics in my apartment courtyard are set up. It's uh, I can hear everyone all the time, and anytime. That's why I'm. I don't always answer. I don't always answer the door right away when you guys come because I'm like, oh, it's not mine. Yeah, you you can can hear hear everybody. Oh, so I feel like there's people inside of this house. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's, there are, first of all, there's people living in my walls. <laughs> <laughs> no. So he's just like sitting down to get a coffee and he like can't quite 
like a Pontypool situation where something's not quite right and you see it kind of build up throughout the movie. I right. feel like that would be a cool backdrop. But I feel like that's a different movie than this movie. It is. <laughs> I think that would make it better. Let's just go to our what would you do? <laughs> hit that. Slap, hit that theme. Ready? Yep. What would you do if it were you in this movie? <laughs> I love all like watching Harish hit all the buttons to make that happen. <laughs> well, Thank you. it's because somebody, some bitch has to be auto tuned, and now they have to do it every time. So, <laughs> who are you, Daniel Panabaker? <laughs> and that feels right. The plot twist and like the plot just like le- I wouldn't even say it's a twist. Just the left turn this plot takes is the garden hose that wraps around me my neck and just yanks <laughs> me you out of the fucking car. Yanks me out of the reality and enjoyment. <laughs> um, I also agree. I think I'm Daniel Panabaker in this movie. I guess I would be Timothy. <laughs> you think yeah. you're that sheriff? Oliphant. Yeah, I guess I'm the sheriff. I hate the state. <laughs> I would shut down the water <laughs> supply for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't do that, but you know. I just feel like if I were anybody, like, I just feel like Danielle is very much me in, like, normal life. She's very motivated by emotion. Right. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. I'm surprised yeah. nobody's made a somebody's poison the water hole <laughs> joke. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, so oh. obviously, us Danielles, we would, would not survive. survive. I probably wouldn't survive, as Danielle, to be honest. Even as myself, there's no fucking no, way. I would yeah. die. There's no way. Any outbreak movie, any, I'm not yeah. surviving. For sure. Like, I'm either getting murdered by zombies or I'm just killing myself because there's the no point, point yeah. of surviving. I've gotten to the point where I've, I've really been thinking about, like, if an outbreak thing happened and I'm like... Would I actually try to survive? No. I I don't want that world. I think the answer is instinctually I would try for a little while. But like at a certain point, if you're the only person like sane in a whole thing, why? Why are you trying? Just fucking die. Like what's the point? You're not saving civilization. Who's sane in a town full of crazy people. Wouldn't that make you the crazy one <laughs> thank you molly very cool um but no seriously though like what's the point like you're not saving society you're not like gonna rebuild anything you're surrounded right. by like bad stuff why even fucking try why? i yeah. used to really want like my dad and i have a plan and um my mom was always kind of left out of the plane. She's like, I'm just going to turn into a zombie. She's like, I don't <laughs> care. She's like, I don't want to live like that. And I was always like, mom, you can't say that. And now I'm like, you she kind of right. are right. She's like, I just let it happen. <laughs> right. And now I'm like, you know what? Maybe same. Yeah. It's not worth it for me. It's yeah. really to live not. Like that much stressful of a life. I think this one's a little different though, because like they know it's, town specific like yeah, yeah they don't know that but it's kind of assumed like it's town specific so like the goal is to get out of your town so i do genuinely think that i would try but right. i don't think i'd survive it and it's not like pawnee pool where like you know you can um yeah i don't know though because like in all the zo- a lot of zombie movies now they have um what's it called um the serum oh the, um, it's not a vaccine what's it called but like a antidote the antidote yeah yeah oh that's a good word 
Um, <laughs> you get the antidote. Like, I feel like I would try and hold out and see if they had one. They had one. Yeah. You know. Maybe. I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I'd just kill myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, what's the point? There's like... It's not like life's going to be good after the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> so you know like, what? There's True. no point. Whatever. <laughs> we are an anti-suicide podcast. Yeah, on an episode about the crazies, we're talking about anti-suicide. Woo! Yes. Um, <laughs> so, I guess dodging. the next... Seek help if you are... I don't know. No, on the real, if you're, like, struggling. Yeah. Reach out to someone you trust. Look for help. There's hotlines too, and um, they have text messaging, like computer messaging, and um, physical talking available for whatever's comfortable for you. But in the case of an outbreak, I mean, whatever. <laughs> when the f- oh my it God. doesn't matter. Okay, uh, um, so what is our? Are we gonna do? Well, you so do next thing we normally do is a villain ranking. villain ranking. I personally don't really see a villain in this because, like, the um, the virus thing is not even like a. A mysterious thing that right. exists you know what i mean it's like it's literally just Zombie a government virus. chemical that got out yeah. that causes so i don't really consider there to be a villain in this okay <laughs> let's just not do it you just it. don't want to do it you cop it out don't. you don't want to defend that there might be i mean you could argue that the virus itself is a villain but i but don't really care to i see it as like it. a basically like a chemical thing that the government made so i don't really see it as like a villain maybe the villain is the society's <laughs> inability to accept those who are different? Hey, that could be a reading on this. Oh yeah. God! Actually, no. I don't feel like getting into this right now. But now that I'm thinking about it, it might be. Um, I don't want to talk about that at all. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I guess we could just, just be an asshole. I guess we could just rate it. Let's rate it. I'm gonna let movie. you guys go. Pitchforks. First. Pitchforks. pitchforks. Oh, pitchforks. yeah. Pitchforks. For sure. You guys can go first. I give it five pitchforks. Thought so. It's a. F- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to follow that up. <laughs> no, I thought it was a fair movie. There's stuff I liked and there's stuff I thought was stupid. Like, I'll give it a seven. I thought it was like fine. I, w- I thought it was enjoyable. Like the first time I watched it, I thought it was enjoyable. And it is interesting um, for me up to the point where it turns into a survival movie, in which case I'm not really as interested in it. But I think it's like done in a in a like interesting enough way to where I care about the characters and want to know where they go. So uh, I think it's just the bare minimum enjoyable. So I'll give it a seven. <laughs> This movie gets an eight for me. <laughs> I don't think it's a perfect movie. As we've said, I've discussed its flaws. Yeah. But I think that it's a fine movie that develops into different chapters <laughs> that puts together different genres of films <laughs> and makes it really fun. And I also think that Timothy Elephant is a god. <laughs> and we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah. I started this podcast. <laughs> I love this stars were for timothy oliphant and the other two and a half were for joe anderson properly placed <laughs> properly placed stars but then the other are for i d- i just think that this is a good movie that's all yeah and that's fine this isn't the first that's time i've liked opinion. a movie that both of you have not liked i'm just putting that out there What's so the other one? amityville 
Amityville. I like Amityville. I definitely talked it up more than you guys did. Oh, okay. for sure. Like I didn't rate it that high. No, yeah. Because it's not a great movie, but I, I do enjoy great. it. Um, but uh, anyway, so should we do recommendations? Yeah. Oh fuck! I didn't think of I have any. Some. Yes, I, I have some. Do you want to go first? You can go first. No, you can go. You. <laughs> um, you. I mean, obviously, like whatever zombie outbreak movies we brought up 28 days later um all the other romero stuff probably watch the original i do want to watch the original but my main recommendation that i wanted to talk about was is an it's actually a comic book series (gasps) uh called uh crossed so um this crossed is a comic um graphic novel storyline uh, cr- uh, created by Garth Ennis, I believe, is the writer. Oh, really? Not, is it Garth Ennis or Warren Ellis? Garth Ennis is the preacher guy. I think it's Garth Ennis. Huh. Um, let me look that up. But <laughs> I like preaching. the way it crossed works <laughs> you do. is I do. it's basically just randomly out of nowhere. Uh, um, one day, a, a large percentage of uh the population of humans on earth just becomes crossed which means they have the symbol of a cross on their face they have scars in the shape of a cross on their face and then they turn into these aggressive um they're basically zombies but they're like this movie they're zombie like creatures who still have their own mental capacity mm-hmm. but um they are very like um very uh instinctive in the way that they act they they're very much like they're very sadist they they just um uh they kill people they torture people and like it's very sexual also like rape is a big deal for the cross like uh everything that the cross do is very sadist that they uh the way they act so like they'll just like uh get people and then like rape them or like murder them um and just everything they do is very like primal uh in like a sexual and also like just violent sadist sense um so they're not exactly like zombies because they're not mindless but they they are definitely like their mental capacity changes and they get this uh this cross on their face cross comic book series. Yes. Created by Garth Ennis, uh, who wrote preachers, the preacher or preacher, the preacher series. Um, so, uh, I actually haven't read the original series, the storyline for, uh, cross, but I have read, uh, one of the storylines because, uh, they, they have the original crossed storyline and they have like a lot of, um, spinoffs, of crossed and one of the spinoffs is called cross plus 100 which is um the first uh the first part of it is written by alan moore and it's called it's cross plus 100 which it's set a hundred years after the uh apocalypse starts so a hundred years after the crossed have um after the zombie apocalypse basically now um people have started to rebuild like they've started to go against the cross and like rebuild their own civilization. And, 
um it's really interesting because they have their language has evolved so like the whole uh story is written the way that people talk to each other it's not like natural english it's like uh different but it's like once you like start reading it and once you get into it it's easy to understand but it's like weird at first Mm. like they use the word movie to mean cool and they use the word fuck to mean very so like that was fuck scary means that was just very scary so is it kind of like how clockwork orange uh i haven't seen clockwork orange but like i i believe yeah um it's they they like change the meaning of words and it's like basically how language evolved a hundred years after the apocalypse and um so uh yeah cross plus 100 um it's written by alan moore and it like has an overarching storyline about the cross and how there's probably some sort of sinister plan happening uh uh in like a hundred years after the zombie apocalypse has occurred that sounds Um, really good yeah i have the first book and it's it's really good um but yeah just crossed in general look it up um it's pretty good uh i also have some wrecks uh i'd put i am legend yeah well no because i totally talked about it earlier already so i am legend is literally like this movie but a different thing um i would also if you're kind of looking for um just different zombie like kind of zombie movies i put zombie land because it's fun another yeah. one of mine. Yeah. i'm so sorry no, and can't. the show i zombie on the cw is Which, pretty good oh never mind ali mishanka is on that not danielle panabaker oh ali mishanka could split me in half <laughs> every day of the week she's my ult. she's like my number one celebrity crush yeah i I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. She is, have you seen her, Harish? She's no. beautiful. She's hot as shit. She is a beautiful She's so talented in acting and music. I love her. Ali Mashaka, if you ever hear this, um, I am free next Tuesday. <laughs> if you would like to come <laughs> spend some time with me on Tuesday, next Tuesday when I am free. Um <laughs> No, iZombie is pretty cool. It's a show on the CW about um it's a lot about like cops and zombies. <laughs> so that's like weirdly fitting, but it's like fun. Um Contagion, which is a a virus outbreak movie. Yeah. But Contagion, they just die. I've seen that too. That movie is a lot. It's pretty good. Um it's a Soderbergh movie, right? And it's about Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. It's it's more about how it's it's just about a normal like, like flu yeah. virus that's killing people. Um, but it's cool because it kind of does on what this movie did. And I said at the beginning, oh, this reminds me of Contagion. But um, it, investigates, it works backwards. Yeah, yeah. To see, and you see like how they got there. It involves the, the CDC. Channing Tatum? Uh, Matt Damon's in it. Matt Damon's Ma- in that's it. That's it. Gwyneth that's Paltrow the one. I'm, I'm imagining the poster it. where it's like, it's like four yeah. of them in it. And there's yeah. another movie with Channing Tatum where it's the same design. It's basically it's like Contagion. No, I'd that's what I just said. Is he in? He is in effects. a movie like Side that. Effects. That's it. It's like yeah. the posters are the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, okay, I know what um, you're talking about now. Yeah, Contagion is more about like the CDC and them trying to mm-hmm. figure out how this virus spread. But it's not really a zombie virus. It's, it's more just like a natural, like a flu that's killing people. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's scary. 
Um, and then the Black Mirror episode, Men Against Fire. Um, oh, it's about yeah. the military. Right. And they think that, they're like, hunting kills all zombies. The yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a I've twist. I've only seen the end of that. Yeah. It's really good. It kind of fucked me up. It's um, pretty good. I wish I had more. I feel, I feel like in the morning after I might deliver some more because I feel like I've seen more material related to this. But um, 28 Days Later, which mm-hmm. we mentioned, um, it's one of those ones that it's a zombie film, but it's not really a zombie film. And I love talking about 28 Days Later. If you ever want to talk about it, it's one of my favorite things. Hey, doesn't that guy hang dog? Uh, yeah, he <laughs> fucking does. Um <laughs> And then, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Pawnee Pool and the Signal, which both we, oh, yes. both of them Definitely. we kept bringing up, but they're similar ones where it's like, um, it's a different kind of zombie yeah. movie, yeah. But I, f- I definitely feel like I have more, but I, I just cannot think right now. <laughs> um, my head hurts. Um, Are you okay? No, no, I'm. Did totally, you drink the water here? You I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I'm fucked. But yeah, I feel like I uh, will probably have some more for the morning after if I like actively try to think about them. But um, really, just any kind of zombie movie is fine to think about. And that's a wrap. So plugs. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference, and um, on Instagram and Letterboxd at Samantha Dawn Thirteen. You can find me on Twitter at Midsummer Queen, some Midsummer reference, um, at Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes, and at Letterbox at M-O-1-1-Y-H-A-I-N-E-S. And I'm at Not A Credit Card on everything. And, and you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter. Yep. At Tipsy Terror on Facebook. At yep. Tipsy Terror on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. You can email us at tipsyterror at gmail.com. Tipsyterrorpod at gmail.com. at gmail.com. We have um, a Patreon at Tipsy Terror. So check that out if you'd like to help us out. We'll keep bringing you hot content. Um, right. You can check out our website, tipsyterror.com, tipsyterror.rip, yeah. tipsyterror.com. Dot WTF. Yeah. And tipsyterror.pub. Dot pub. Are you guys just trading places? Is that what's happening? I wanted to see if I could do it. Like, this is more of a personal challenge. Teresha's, like, excitedly, like, all right, all right. I'm, like, looking to you for validation. It's like when a dog is, like, doing something right for the first time. They're like, am I doing it? And the person's like, yeah, keep doing it. Um, Is there anything else? That's it. That's yeah. <gasps> oh, Patreon. Did you say the Patreon? She I said did. Patreon. Tipsy Terror. Uh, Patreon.com slash Tipsy Terror. Um, yeah, for $1 a month, you can vote in polls and decide our movies. Which you could have avoided this. <laughs> no, they well, couldn't have because they did avoid <laughs> it. They did avoid and it. And I made it happen. And Hear me <laughs> out. You could have gotten this a little bit sooner. <laughs> yeah. And then for $5 a month, we do one bonus episode per month. And if we get to, we have a goal set on our Patreon to where if we're making $50 a month, then we'll start doing two bonus episodes a month. And you should, because um, our August episode, we talk about Donnie Darko, which is my favorite movie. So if you're like, wow, well, Molly, you're a bitch. Why didn't you like the crazies? Um, come listen to me talk about a movie I really enjoy. <laughs> Which we, like, 
it's not just like molly like it's not like it was like molly talking and we were like all right no it's like it genuinely is like a yeah. fucking good ass movie, like movie. <laughs> not we, to take away from molly liking no, 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 it because no. it's definitely like a huge portion is like molly talking about it because we wanted that to be what it was but like no, it, such a fucking good movie we had really good talks about yeah. a movie we all really liked <laughs> Right. So Which, it seems to be consistent through our bonus episodes. Our bonus episodes are a little bit better Just than us our like talking about how much we like these wonderful creations. You know what? If you want to if you want to access our good content, <laughs> you got to pay for that. Gotta, we're not just going to give this shit out for free. And with that, I bid you adieu. Bye. Bye. Honestly, that mustache is like bad but it's like kind of nice it's doing it for you it is oh i hate it